You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Lord, we thank you. We honor you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your faithfulness, O oh God. We thank you, my God, for our lives. We thank you for our families. We thank you for this church, my God. We thank you for our ministry, mighty God. We thank you, my God, for what you're going to do in our midst, what you always do, oh God, what you must do, what you keep, keep on doing, my God. We thank you. We thank you for our preservation, oh God. Had it not really been you on our side, my God, we would have been swallowed up, oh God. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for this day, Lord God. We thank you for the blood, my God. We thank you for your righteousness, my God, that even as we come, my God, that our, 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 our chat, oh God, will be seasoned with salt, oh God. Father, that we will do it for the glory of your name, my God, that your righteousness, oh God, will super exceed, my God, everything that's happening and what we are saying. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for every heart that is coming into this place, oh God. I pray, oh God, God, even the people that will encounter afterwards, my God, we ask, my God, that you would do us good in the name of Jesus like you always do, my God. Father, we thank you, oh God, that you've spoken to us individually in our, in our prayer times, in just conversations with people, my God, and I know, God, it will come out with confidence, oh God, that your will, your plans will prevail over this meeting. We thank you for your divine purpose for this meeting, oh God. We thank you for your divine plan for each and everyone's life in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray, oh God, for a covering, for a hedge. My God, even those that will watch it afterwards, oh God, that they will be changed, they will be impacted because we're just not talking about things just that are not real, but we are talking about the things that are real, my God. We thank you, my God, that even through this, will receive peace, oh God. These words have I spoken that in, you will have peace and not the peace that the world gives us, but the peace that surpasses all understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. So yeah, guys, I'm super excited to be here. I'm showing the audience. Are we good, blessed and excited to be here? You guys looking forward to it? I am really excited. And just to set the scene, right? Um, a lot of us will sit in our small groups. Uh, the ladies always have this candid conversations around dating and relationship. It's really high stakes. You know, um, on Twitter, you'll hear people talk about, you know, umjolo, the true pandemic. Not the corona that we've been having, but the dating and relationship is the true, you know, is the true um, pandemic. And it's just been so difficult. And the reason why it is, is that people feel like there's so many rules. They feel like there's so many pitfalls around the dating and relationship um, scene. You know, you talk about the dating scene, you know, the social scene um, around dating. You talk about contemporary Christian culture. You know, you talk about the kingdom culture. Um, you talk about everything that you can think of. And people are just saying, but which one is, is, is true, right? And there's so much fear. 
that a lot of people in the church, in the world, will even date in, 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 in secret, right? Because they're afraid to say, ooh, it does not sit well with, uh, with Chidi. Chidi says, no, that's not how you're supposed to do stuff. You know, Ruzani is saying that, no, man, when I did it so many years ago, this is how I, I did it, you know? And, and there's just that whole thing and uh, unsettlement with, with, with people that, and it's really important that we have this conversation. So we, we then, when we were sitting over that uh, lunch one day and we were talking about it, we said, um, you know, let's have a platform. Let's open it up just to have a different lens. The ladies are sitting, and I'm sure the guys are doing that. Guys in the room, I'm sure you talk about dating and, and relationships. No, not really. <laughs> yeah, um, and there's always this thing of, you know, who's pursuing who? You know, it's always exciting, right? Uh, that, um, you know, who's, 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 who's uh, in the dating scene at this point in time? Um, so after that uh, session, I think there was a call to the pastors to say, can we have a true conversation? And here we are really coming to just have a chat. Have a chat from a different lens. Um, folks that are here on the panelist, give it up for my panelist. They're actually, they're actually all married, uh, but we just want to have a, 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 just a look at that to say, you know, how does it look like now than it, what it looked like in their days? So thank you so much for this ministries. Uh, pastors are amazing. I think they jumped onto it and say, guys, do what you have to do, right? <laughs> um, do what you have to do. But uh, thank you so much for, for the platform, and we're really excited about that. And I'll just go around the room for our panelists. So maybe if you can um, just introduce yourself and just test your voice a little bit to say, what gets you excited about this dating um, and thing? And what, what do you feel like um, we want to get out of from, from this conversation? And I'll start probably from my uh, left, Oluetu. Um, yeah. And when last you dated? Maybe that would be good. <laughs> Thanks, Moneo. Um, Good morning, everyone. My name is Oluetu. Uh, I'm a man of one wife. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, I've been married 13 plus years now. Um, and, you know, I haven't been in the dating scene for, for, for years. But yes, I've also heard it is a pandemic. It's an extreme sport. But um, you know, I believe, um, you know, there's a way to win in this area too, you know. Mm. So, so, so I'm hoping that we can impart you know, some wisdom and some of our knowledge, um, you know, on this topic that will help someone. Yeah. Amen. Hi, everyone. I'm Linda, and I have been married almost nine years. Um, for me, I agree 100% with Munewa. I mean, I have a lot of conversations with my sisters over lunch, over drinks, over tea, always about dating and boys and men. <laughs> and um, oftentimes, it almost feels like there's a gap between the married people and people that are single. So I'm excited to share, and I'm hoping that we can bridge that gap, because we were all there. We dated. We were boyfriend and girlfriend before we got married. So yeah, I look forward to hearing from the panelists and sharing with everyone. Hi, good morning. Uh, my name is Chidi. Um, yeah, I've been married for over 12 years, and I, if I'm to do it, I'll do it again. <laughs> and 
make sure I do exactly what I do to locate her mm. and be with her forever. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, I think it's a different day. I'll tell my whole story of how I navigated and got her in. Yay! <laughs> Today is that day, right? Today is yes. that day. But, and, um, and I think I'll come back to you yeah. on that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, hello, everyone. My name is Ayanda. Um, I'm always nervous about such things um, <laughs> because, you know, people have such different experiences and people are so different. But I'm so curious as to what people will say. Yeah. But I know that um, I have my own experiences as well, and maybe that will resonate with someone. Um, and I think maybe that's where I'm coming from. I know it might not necessarily be a hard and fast, mm. but I'm hoping it will. So, yes, I'm a wife to but one husband. <laughs> <laughs> to but one husband. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Awesome. Um, and my name is Ruzani. Um, yeah, I've been married now for 10 years. Um, I guess my journey is kind of the typical sort of journey uh, in that it's somebody that I knew from like uh, I feel like from pre almost just closing the teens to you know marrying her at the first possible opportunity um, <laughs> in fact got engaged when she was in varsity um, and we got married when she started working um, so it's the typical kind of story but because of that it also means that the majority of my friends mm. have not been married um, so how I think where are they how <laughs> this guy <laughs> but we've been asking I, I, I didn't know it was a setup session yeah. was not the brief. but yeah I guess the importance of that is that I, I guess I've had an observer seat uh, in people in their mid and later 30s in how they are navigating that dating scene mm. and what they're actually doing what's working what's not you know mm. what has gone really well what has gone really really badly um, because for the longest time, I think we were the only people married in our social sort of circle. Um, so, yeah, happy to share insights uh, from some of those uh, observations and uh, kind of to, to, to bring them to the, to the fore. Yeah. Um, and I guess the, the, the difference perhaps is when a lot of the guys talk, I think it's strategizing how to. So it's less talking about relationship, but okay, you like it, what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, and kind of holding you accountable to actually do some, some things. Yeah. Uh, you know, how did it go and so forth and so forth. So everyone is talking about Njolo, I guess. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> everyone is talking about that. So I'm really excited about this panelist, and I think there is really good insights that we're going to get uh, from this. And maybe I think I need to be um, clear, even from the onset, the dating that we are talking about is when somebody says, I have a good life and I'm ready for companionship, right? I am ready that I can add into someone's life and that person can add into my life as well. And that's the dating that we are talking about that, you know, let's explore the, this, you know, this another soul that, that's out there. So I think I, I needed to put that caveat there because I know people now are doing dating for other many reasons that people are just doing it for, for just hookups 
or whatever it is. So this one that we are talking about in this specific conversation is about, you know, I'm ready. I've got a good life and I want to transition. Eventually, you know, meet somebody that I, I would um, potentially get married to. So I think it's, it's, it's clear, hey. So yeah, guys, so dating is a thing and relationships are a thing. And the audience, you can then interact with us as well. So there is a WhatsApp number. Um, add your, your, your question, your comment, if you feel like there's something really, really burning. Uh, the WhatsApp group is there for you. Uh, send through your questions and we will have a Q&A at the, at the end of uh, the segment or at the end of um, the session. Cool. So yeah, so dating is a thing and relationship is a thing. And I want to just double click on what Chidi was saying. Right, um, you, you know, you were talking about this pursuit um, in this in, in dating and how you eventually then crossed the line and said, you know, I found somebody that will will be, be be my wife. So, what did it mean for you at that time? Were you clear that this dating is leading to marriage? And what do you think is now different from the culture that we are in in the context of um, of dating? Thank you so much, Manewa. I think um, for me, mine wasn't the typical. I was ready and then searching, had my eyes open. Um, and, and that's where a lot of times you could have so many friends, but when you now want to find the pearl in the midst of all of them, you, it's not as straightforward as you think. And I think for myself, it's... Um, it might sound easy, but the first time I saw my wife, I just called a friend and I said, I found my wife. Yeah. The first time <laughs> I just I saw her. Um, but then I didn't go to her to say I had to now. Um, I don't know, my philosophy is you should have a broad-based friendship and um, allow the atmosphere for the people to express themselves. Because if I had gone straight to her, she might not express fully who she is. So I had to create a, a broad-based hmm. platform where I could interact more with her. And my, my philosophy, I'm just telling you what I did, is to allow that transit up until I got to the peak of the pyramid. So what I did was, I, I met with her, I told her there was something, this is me, I'm not saying you should do that, but I told <laughs> her, I'm, I'm not interested, I'm engaged, I'm, and there's somebody. So we were just- Hey, <laughs> so you lied, it's true. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm not telling you that's what you do, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I, I told her I'm not, we're just friends in her midst, yeah. with people around her. I'm telling you, I don't want to sound, I'm just telling you what I did, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong. Yeah. But I allowed the, we were all friends, mm. and she knew there was nothing, we're just, she was expressing herself, and I was expressing myself. And it allowed a clear, it allowed her to express herself with no intent. She knew that I wasn't pursuing. Mm. And I want, uh, yes. I want Ayanda then to come in. Did we mention that they are married? No. 
<laughs> so they are married, and I wanted to weigh in in this conversation because what's happening currently, right, around um, there's a guy that shows interest. As women, I don't know whether, you know, the people here do it, but we are so quick to say, oh, yeah, you know, dude, uh, here's my number, here's my address, here's my credit score, here's my, you know, my, my blood type. And, you know, because you, you think that um, that's where the effort is being directed. And I want you to just come in on this point and just to share a little bit that, uh, do you think then in him doing that, there was effort being shown, or was it quick as well for you to say, I met my husband, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, you know how no. we're quick to do that. Funny yeah. enough, no. It wasn't, it wasn't, I was very much scared of relationships. I was mm. not pro-relationships at all, which is very weird. I I'd sort of, ha I had a plan in my mind, and I told myself I'm going to work, I'm going to be a missionary, and then at 50 years I'm going to adopt. So I already had a plan wow. in mind, and a male person was not part of that plan. As a result, I remember when I got a hint that he might be interested, I was so angry. I was like, how could he deceive me like this? <laughs> how could he? And yeah. obviously, um, something is already working inside as well to say, and I'm there fighting it. And yeah. he's right that if he had come in um, all in, in like fully expressing himself, I might possibly have run away at that point. And when we did sort of just take time to really be friends amongst a group of people, it sort of made it easier and, and also made it possible for me to see, oh, okay, this is the type of person he is. Actually, mm. a lot of the things that he was, I could see some of the prayers that I'd made earlier on and say, oh, okay. Uh, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And, and it, was, uh, it, it was very clear, and I want to bring in this point of clarity. And a lot of the single people will say, we'll meet a guy or a girl, and you know, they're vibing, this chemistry, we're friends. And along the way, you ask, because as women, I don't know where we get it from, but you know, you'll ask, what are we? <laughs> you know, what are we, what's happening? What are we doing? I'm hanging out with you. And I've had an experience where a guy literally told me that, what do you mean? We are children of God. <laughs> what, what, what else do you want from this? And I, 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 I want uh, perhaps maybe Olwe to, to just come in on this point to say, you meet and it's this instance where either you are friends and you're vibing and there's chemistry, but at what point do you, are you very clear that this is it, I've, I've, I've met uh, the one? <laughs> good, good, good question, yeah. So, so, so vibing and chemistry and going out and getting to know each other a lot better, it's really, really important. Uh, it's really important uh, in the one party, you know, uh, um, uh, being interested in the other's conversation, and, and that all speaks of chemistry and vibing. Uh, it, it's, it's important. It also establishes some form of friendship. Um, but at some point, we need to just make sure we clarify things. You know, I asked. I asked my wife. So it's not, um, it's not advisable to, you know, be in a situation whereby 
it's not clear. Things undefined. You haven't asked, you know, um, if if she'll be your girlfriend or she, you know, and 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 even the lady, it, it, she she's allowed to ask. Where is this going? You know, mm. you know, we've been we've been we've been hanging out for the past three months, but um, Chidi, where is this going? Mm. You know, it, she's allowed to do okay. that, and I would encourage that. Yeah, and when that asking comes, uh, uh, Linda, when uh, Chidi, you wanted to say something just before. Yes, sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry to come in. It exactly happened to us yeah. um, because we're just my prayer. I've been praying for. I'd seen my parents' marriage and from a tender age of maybe 13, uh, I'd been praying for who my wife would be. And mm. um, sometimes what I would do is, God, maybe she's struggling now, help her, I don't know what she's doing, mm. just praying. Mm. And <laughs> praying for her parents. Why are the single I, girls uh, laughing? Are they not praying for those I kind of that. prayers? <laughs> um, so, and one thing I knew I prayed is, I want, I want my wife to be my best friend. Mm. Yeah. I want her to be my very close friend. And I remember we, when we went to Gold Reef City, <laughs> and at the end of the whole thing, I was to drop her. I um, was taking her home. So I, I told her, you are truly my friend. And hey. It now, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. She became so upset. She, I, I, it's, I think she will explain. It became so, she was upset with herself. I don't know if it was that day or the following day that I had that to day. explain. <laughs> she will tell you, but exactly, she was like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. Why are you saying, and, why, and why what, you saying what, I'm your friend? Why are you saying I'm a friend? And when he asked that question of what are we doing, mm -hmm. it wasn't him. He's clarifying, but it wasn't him. Because oh, okay. he said, he said, you are my, you are my very good friend. I said, I'm your friend. <laughs> We're out here home hands yes. in Golden <laughs> City. Home hands. Yes. I said to him, I'm sorry. Mm. I think we must, I misunderstood yes. the situation yeah. up in here. Yeah. Because we don't held hands for the first time today. Mm. And you're telling me <laughs> you're a great friend. <laughs> <laughs> and it is happening, right? Um, so many experiences as well. This one friend of mine calls me and says, I've been the same situation. I've been holding hands with this guy and all is going well. We go to an event. This guy introduces me as his homegirl. <laughs> and maybe I don't know. And maybe it's the language of these days. Um, I, I, I want to be like, oh, no, no, this is a, I don't know whether guys do that. And uh, Linda wants to say something, jump into that. I don't know whether guys do that and introduces, you know, their, their, to say my girlfriend or we're dating. She was so hurt in that to say home girl. Like, what does homegirl mean, even? <laughs> so, Linda, you just want to jump into that. Yeah, I think I just want to add, because I've also been in the same situation <laughs> as Ayanda. So, my husband and I were friends in Cape Town for maybe about almost 18 months. And for me, at the point, I realized that we both have feelings for each other. That's the point that I wanted clarity. Mm -hmm. I wanted him to say what we are. But we were not kind of clear with each other. 
and I got an opportunity to move to, um, to Johannesburg with a new job. And I promise you, if we were clear, I possibly would have stayed in Cape Town, but we weren't. And I made it clear to him that if you're not going to be clear, I'm out of here. Wow. And he was just, I think he was a bit baffled, like, why yeah, would you be so extreme? <laughs> but I moved to Johannesburg. I started working here. I'm like new, um, a new kind of season I'm in. Mm. And we continued being friends. Yeah. But it gave us a bit of distance. He thought about it. And didn't he just step up and clarify the relationship? And yeah, just let me know that he wants to date me, wants to marry me. And yeah, that's when we started dating. So I yeah. think it's important in the beginning when that there are feelings for me. That was my approach to be clear or to ask. And Ruzani, what are the signs of approval? There's this thing that's going on where the girls are probably told, and I, like I said, I don't know where it's coming from. It's, it's probably just the dating culture that's there. But what are the signs of approval? You're told as a girl that, you know, in the two weeks, there's a two weeks rule that you do not initiate anything. Your job is to approve. You know, in, in, in the sense that you don't initiate calls, you don't initiate uh, texting. And I, I'm here and I'm like, uh, I will talk to whomever I want to talk to. But, you know, in that situation where uh, Linda is at and she's looking for signs of approval to say, we do have something. You're just not my homegirl. You're just not my friend. Um, what do you think those signs are that we need to, as, as single people, we need to be watching out for? Yeah, um, I think from the from the friends that I spoke to in preparation for this, if it's not yes, <laughs> from the single men uh, that I'm <laughs> if it's not communicated, it doesn't exist. Mm. Um, I, I think Woo! that's the unfortunate reality. Mm. Um, you know, so I think. You know, when a girl is obviously being very straightforward and intent, what are we? I think the other flip side of it is an openness and an acceptance that rejection can come. Mm. So it's not guaranteed that this person will say we are this as the stories we have here, right? Often more than not, it's we are just homegirls. That's it, right? Yeah. There's nothing else. There's nothing more. We're um, children of God. We're children of God. <laughs> you know, so, so I think whoever kind of initiates that conversation has to be open to the possibility and the reality of rejection, uh, but also not to allow the rejection to mean more. Like you don't want to have be rejected and you say, oh, you know, I'm unlovable, right? Uh, but you want to take it as that's just what it is and it's something that you can move from and move to the next thing. Mm. So the friend of mine that I was chatting to about it, particularly about that, he had, um, you know, he, he said this girl was, you know, very beautiful, very attractive. Everyone in the connect group expected them to get together mm. because there was fire, you know, mm. everywhere. Yeah. You know, those, those people could bend this whole room down <laughs> they entered. The sparks were flying. Mm. But he said that every time he interacted with her, with her, it was clear their values were not aligned. Mm. So he was never going to date her, even though he was attracted to her. Mm. And she made a lot of first moves. Uh, you know, to try and encourage him uh, and so forth. But he had already made up his mind that he's not going to date her because their values are not aligned. Okay. It wasn't about attraction. Yeah. Whereas she thought because the sparks are there, it means that there can be something. Okay. Um, so, I mean, he's engaged to someone else at the moment. So it's like super awkward for everyone in Connect Group who was mm. rooting for this relationship, right? Mm. Um, so, so I think it's just that possibility, you know, of rejection being there. So I think the clearest 
um, you know, statement of intent is communication, mm. um, you know, from either the male or, it, and whoever initiates the com communication has to be open for the possibility of, of a rejection. rejection. Yeah. Because it doesn't always go right. Often it doesn't, right? Mm. Um, but also, if you also shift the scenario of, uh, you know, of dating to also virtual worlds, online worlds, um, I think the signs are exactly that. Communication, you swiped on my picture. Mm. You know, you started actually chatting and so forth and so forth. So I think that communication and clarity is always the, you know, the easiest to, to discern. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then the one girl also mentioned that, you know, you vibe, you have everything, and then you get ghosted. Yeah, uh, you know, it's happening. Um, or you go to, <laughs> to the movies, you see him with someone else. Yeah. So there isn't any right to each other just because there are sparks. Mm. Um, it has to be communicated and communicated clearly. Okay. And I want to double click on the point that you made that the girl was intentionally trying to help him out to say, hey, I, here I am, you know, see me, you, you know, I'm, I'm here either you know you lie at the foot of boys uh, you know just to try and help him out right and i don't think the culture has changed much and this is what these days they call shooting the shot and um is it wrong to say and and and, and i don't know i mean a lot of people when they say that he told me that i'm his home girl that there seems to be a certain pattern within the guys that if she asks these questions, it's kind of like she's initiating something. And I want to have the upper hand, and I don't know whether um, in my, you know, in my, my reasoning is correct in that, uh, to say, and oftentimes it's like, uh, we'll see where we, we, we go with this one, but this is what we are at this point in time. So what do you guys think on shooting your shot? I'm a girl, I'm sitting on the side, and I'll be like, I see what I want, and I want what I see, <laughs> you, you know? Um, w w do you think that it's masculine for a, for a woman to do that? Yeah. I hear yeah on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know who wants to resign yeah, anyone out, yeah? I can get it started. Yeah. I, I think women have been shooting the first shot for the longest of times, right? Mm. Whether it's the you know the woman at the feet of Boaz, right? <laughs> That's a shooting of the first shot. Whether you look at uh, you know sort of classic literature where Shakespeare will talk about the woman dropping her her scarf or something when she walks past an attractive man uh, mm. that she's interested in, then the intent is for him to pick up the scarf and say, "Oh, ma'am, you dropped your scarf. Oh, that was nice." can I buy you a coffee just to say thank you? Mm. So that is a form of shooting the first shot. I, I don't think there's anything um, wrong with shooting the first shot. Um, I think it's just always, of course, right? Uh, you have to be open to the reality of rejection. And nobody wants to be rejected. Mm. But unfortunately, this is a reality of the, you know, of the dating game, right? Yeah. Is that people can accept, etc. So of the guys that I spoke to, um, you know, regarding kind of shooting the first shot and how that could actually go down, uh, most of them, in most of the cases, they didn't respond to the first shot being shot because they were not attracted to the girl. So it wasn't about the shot being shot. <laughs> um, yeah. It was just that it was shot by a person they're not interested in. Um, but where they were interested, they were receptive yeah. 
of that particular shot and that led to more conversations and discussions and mm, so forth mm. it enabled a flow of conversation um, and then others I think also felt like it can be depending on how the shot is shot uh, it can also appear like why are you so easy you know uh, what's actually going on yeah. out there um, you know are you just a loose woman mm. uh, what's actually going on so some of them, it created skepticism, you know, sort of in them. But it wasn't, it's, it's not one color, you know. I yeah. think it's multiple colors um, that are visible, at least from the guy's perspective, uh, receiving these first shots. Okay. Oluetu, I uh, want to bring you back into this conversation. And the way he'll look at me to say, no, don't point on me this way. <laughs> um, so he, he mentioned a point that's very, um, also very close to my heart. He mentioned that you know, some of the men will say, but she was easy. So we live in a society and what we've been told that, you know, um, girls need to be picked and you feel good when you've been picked. And I think um, in the sight of, of men, it's when, you know, you, you're really accepted into society when you reach a level, level, a certain level of success. And this is probably, I've, um, you know, I've tried and I've finally got this thing that I've been wanting. So do you think then that the reason why a lot of guys are then not accepting this, this first shot is, ah, but I got it easy. There's no sense of... I've, I've been pursuing, I've been trying, and finally, because uh, we're also taught that you must play hard to get, you know, keep him on his, on his toes a little bit. Do you think a lot of guys still prescribe or subscribe to that notion that I need to work for this relationship and these girls must not come easy? I think in the past that um, held true, uh, but things have changed quite significantly over the years. And uh, maturity is so important when it comes to relationships. If a, a lady does shoot a shot, um, you know, a mature individual um, will see that for what it is. Um, you know, granted, there are some who are going to think, ah, oh, this is too easy and whatnot, but it also speaks of a, a lack of maturity. So, so, so one needs to be uh, quite mature um, to even go into a relationship. Uh, anyone who sees it uh, as, as, as easy and all of that, there's a flag there to yeah. say, you know, maturity levels may not be uh, optimal. So it's important that you are mature, you are whole, and, and when a lady does shoot her shot, you are able to receive that for what it is. Get to know her. Meet her. Mm. Is the chemistry, you know, are we vibing? Mm. Are we friends? See whether it's something to be taken forward. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Sorry, I just want to come in. Um, I don't. I'm going to give my own opinion. I I don't like. Um, I'm not a fan of a direct shot in any form of relationship, whether it be it a man or a woman. If I'm a man and I see something in Ruzani, I like his person. Do I go to Ruzani and say, "Edge, can you be my friend?" Um, um, can we? I don't do that. I just go and start chatting, smiling with Rosani, chatting with him. I say, guy, that's what we do. Then if you see a lady, you like smile, be friendly, <laughs> yeah. smile at the person. You yeah. see, my problem is, if I now like, if I now like Linda, 
I get to say, let's go and learn, let's do, let's date. And then by the time we get to, I don't like her, then I say, hey, I don't. Hmm. I go to, hmm. I try this thing, I go there. Then everybody say, hey, she's just, he's just trying yeah. everybody. Yeah. But I'll give an example what happened to me yesterday. I spent some time with Rumbi yesterday, mm. getting to arrange the place and get the couch. Mm. And I saw a part of her that I had not seen. Yeah. And I liked what I saw. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. But if I get to say, okay, how will I know? Just seeing her and just trying the first shot. No. Mm. Relate as people, as, as sincere. Sometimes God might tell me I have something to do with Lucia. Mm. It must not necessarily be marriage. Oh, yeah. Do you understand? Mm. Get to join the usher. Mm. Get to arrange the chairs. Mm. Get to, there is um, a conference or a seminar that um, maybe there is a, there's something happening in Rosebank and they're teaching about um, how to start up a business. Invite some other people and say, hey, let's go here. While you guys are driving, you guys are chatting. I'll pick everybody up. I'll pick all four of you. We're in the car. Mm. I'm getting to know the people. Mm. And then you see that the more you like the person, you guys are now chatting. I see that you like soccer. We keep talking about soccer. I see that you like, you don't like how people are being oppressed or you like politics. We start talking there. Mm. And we're now building a natural friendship. Yeah. And then it goes to the next level, mm. to the next level. Yeah. So by the time I said, no, yeah, I really love this lady. I like all the values. Then you enter. Yeah. It becomes, so it is not that I'm picking on every <laughs> yeah. lady. Yeah. You, you touched a point. Uh, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The whole shooting, yes. You know, um, I think over the years, men have always been uh, seen as the hunters, mm. as the ones who go for it. Mm. All right, but women can be the ones that are showing that we want to be hunted. Mm. That's a way of also shooting. Yeah, you're shot. Yeah. it is by making it. You're not. Uh, pretending not mm. to want this person. Mm. You're not pretending not to like this person. Mm. You are making it clear that I like you. If you come, I will say yes. Or yeah. if you come, we can relate. Yeah. Uh, are you yeah. following? So I'm not saying we can't shoot. You know, maybe I've been <laughs> yeah. married long. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But then we were not quick to shoot yes. shots yeah. the way you are talking about shooting shots. Yeah. We and used to make sure or make it clear that, I, I, I mean, I like you, mm. you know, mm. uh, I'm available. Or, mm. yeah, if you ask me uh, for, uh, to go for coffee or whatever, I'm here. Yeah. But not me being the one rushing to you to ask. So I, I do understand or get some guys who are, they're young, but they're old school as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who are saying, no, don't, don't come to me. Don't mm. tell me. Let me mm. I want to hunt you. Mm. That's just the way yeah. some guys are. So you need to know who, you know. Yeah. Just be, you were talking about Boaz and um, mm. Esther. That, that position, mm. Huh? Mm. If, if she wasn't naked, she wasn't, mm. you know, she wasn't mm. saying, take me now, mm. you know. She, but she made it clear that 
I'm available. I'm available. That's yeah. it. I'm available. Yeah. The ones that drop their scarves, it is just saying, I'm available. Hey. You, you understand? <laughs> yeah. But you're not going right in his face and saying, have you not seen me? Yeah. So when we were talking initially, yes. I was, what do you even call that shooting your first shoot? Mm. You know? Yeah. What, what do you call it? Because mm. um, we talked about, Linda talked about, and even Ayanda mm. said, you know, after she had related with her mm. boyfriend mm. for a while, then says, what are we even doing here? Yes. Is that shooting the first shot? I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if, if that's shooting the first shot, I, I think that's correct. Yeah. But if it is just, you know, you meet this guy and you walk up to him, and, and thank God for people who are able to do it, like mm. Munewa said, I can just go and say, hey, I like you, mm. and all of that. Mm. But he can put some off, and yes. we have to be real, yeah. that he can put some people Certainly. off. So what is important is knowing how, how to. to shoot it, yeah. how to position yourself, yeah. how to show that I like you if you come, I'm, I'm, let, yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. And I've seen girls, you know, there was this thing on Twitter that was going around that, Four o'clock, Woolworths in the fruit section. Oh. You are literally saying I'm available, you know? Uh, but I've seen, yeah, I mean, the dating culture has changed, right? The, the dating culture, especially the, the timing is very correct, right? Like it needs to be very precise. And I've seen girls who, a guy will be approaching, right? And they just like, like, and the other day, I had to tell a friend of mine that, why did you do that? What's up with that? Where do you get that from? To, and, and she was like, no, if he really wants me, he will be after me. I was like, girl, no one's got time for, for, for that. And she'll be like, no, he doesn't have game. And I was like, the reason why you're even calling a game, it becomes very competitive. Right? And it's, it's not that. So, and what I'm hearing from this conversation is to say, you know, yeah, just, just be yourself and be welcoming. And I've seen people that are just not welcoming. And coming back to the point of, um, you spoke about if there's a seminar somewhere and I want Linda to come in, where do you think is the best place to meet the single girls and boys that are ready to mingle? <laughs> Wait, do you Online. think that there is a specific place? Is it, is it church? Um, is it <laughs> he's agreeing um, is it church is it at Woolworths is it uh, now the dating is seen has, has changed is it is it online this Christian dating sites uh, where is there a specific place where to meet uh, no. I think uh, Rudzani wants to come just in on a, that I yeah. guess a pre-answer yeah I think a pre-answer is related to what Chidi said which I think is important so one, one of my friends was running out of places to sit in church because there, there was Jess. At that side, there was Irene <laughs> over there because he had actually dated all of them. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is, like, actually a true story. Mm. Like, uh, he just, he couldn't date, and this is in a church which is big. Mm. It's not a small church. Sure. So he actually couldn't, like, he couldn't go that side because ah, she's already there. Mm. He, and he just was, and he just could not date in that church anymore, right? Yeah. So, so I think there's an importance in that pre-dating step and ritual. 
uh, to avoid being in kind of that circumstance where now uh, you have committed to too many people mm. it becomes an awkward worship experience for yourself mm. you know but mm. being smart mm. about the journey mm. and creating room to know each other mm. uh, and i mean you can disqualify so many people some people you talk to once and you disqualify immediately mm. you know you're like i this one never right mm. uh, but if you just move obviously if you flow too quickly then you can qualify people you shouldn't mm. but by that time it's too late uh, because you've already qualified them yeah. And the conversation is actually going. Mm. So I think there's something important there worth highlighting multiple times in what Chidi was saying, to say, like, create all the other room, and I guess connecting back to your actual question, like, create enough room to actually meet each other in the things you all enjoy. Yeah. So if you enjoy sports, like, do sports together. That's the know. reason I joined running. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, and, and so forth, right? Um, I, I did send, uh, you know, uh, all the way to a chat, a, mm. a large majority of people, especially also because of COVID, most of them are meeting on online dating sites. Um, you know, but also I think there's care in how one treats the online dating world. Yeah. Because some of them are obviously just there to find someone to have sex with. Mm. So you want to actually be clear why you are there um and and from the, the friend that i spoke to who met somebody that is engaged to from this online portals he said the best thing to do is to actually use a paid version not a free version yeah um, okay but he did say that women don't want to you know to pay for the mm. for the platforms because they feel like they are the prize on the social <laughs> platform but he says the paid version you get to decide who can actually dm you and okay. who can't Anyone um, from you know, the audience that more, has ever tried, control. sorry Rizani, anyone from the audience that has ever tried online dating? You have? Oh, okay, so we'll share that uh, some of this. No, I, <laughs> I think in, in you, you <laughs> um, I'll, we'll come back to that and maybe you will just uh, share a little bit of, uh, of, of experience because a lot of uh, us are also very scared of, of the online dating, yeah. but... But, but also I think it's, I think the, re the reason to also mention is not to be scared of it. I mean, 20 years ago, if you applied for a job, you would have printed out a physical paper, mm. wrote with pen and ink, submitted to this physical human and yeah. said, I want the job. Mm. Today, no one does that. Yeah. There's no job applications, only in rare instances, right? Mm. Will you ever actually do that? I think the communication and engagement game is also changing, yeah. which then also changes shooting the first shot. Because yeah. on the online platform, you have to shoot a shot, mm. regardless of whether you are a man or a woman, mm. uh, because that's how the conversation actually starts. Um, but what's also important in those portals, uh, from wh what this friend of mine was saying, is that you have to ask open-ended good questions to easily qualify and disqualify people. Mm. So don't say, is sex before marriage okay? Because mm. you've already told them the answer they should give you, Yeah. right? You should say, what are your views on sex? Mm. That's very open-ended. What do you think about ancestors, right? Mm. Uh, the moment you add a very strong Christian lens to it, you've already given them They're the answer, yeah. Yeah. and they can manipulate that to get to a particular outcome. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so I, I think, um, you know, that yeah. would be my idea. Sure. I'm enjoying this conversation. Are you guys getting something from it? 
Uh, please remember to send your questions as well if you've got anything or your opinions on the WhatsApp group, so very important. Guys, I've got so many questions, and I think uh, from the script that we've prepared, I'm just going to jump around. <laughs> so please do bear with us, uh, and I'm very cognizant of the time. I think this segment was supposed to end in the next 10 minutes, but let's see how it goes. I mean, it's a, it's a Saturday morning, single people. Do you have anywhere to go? To me. <laughs> Wait, you, you've got you've got dates you've got <laughs> it's going to be happening yeah and i want to come back and touch in the point of um so you start you've met this person where do we go um in terms of the date right uh what are we doing in this dates and who pays for it so I always joke about, um, I had a, an instance where guy was, was pursuing, well, I thought he was pursuing, went out for lunch, and we get there, we order, very great conversation, it was flowing. I mean, I don't think I'm a very difficult person to just flow with, right? At the end of the date, he says to, the bill comes, right? Puts it on the table, um, he opens it, and he says, oh, we're going Dutch, right? Dutch means we're going half, right? And I was just like, oh, no, 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 don't worry. I'll cover this one. You'll cover the next one, right? And we go home. Uh, it was on a Tuesday, like it was a lunch break. Uh, bill was something about $3.98. We had a salad and water or something like that. So I covered the bill. He didn't object at that point. It was a Tuesday. Wednesday passes, Thursday passes, Friday, I remember sending him a message. I was like, couldn't have been that boring, right? Like, why are you not coming back to me? And he says at that point in time, he felt emasculated that he, uh, I should have just allowed us to go Dutch. And I'm trying to explain myself. I was like, no, man, I just thought the bill was 3.98. I just thought it's just a rough patch. And I'm trying, and genuinely, right? And I'm, I'm genuinely trying to explain myself to say, my reasoning is because we cannot be going, if it was 1.8, if we were at Signature, but we're talking about 398, and he says, and I had to apologize, and I said, I apologize if you really feel like that. That was not my intention. What I was trying to check was that maybe you're just going through a rough patch, and uh, let me cover it this time, and you cover it next time. <laughs> what, was I wrong? Um, and I, I, I like, <laughs> was I wrong? <laughs> Chidi, was I wrong? Okay, um, yes. <laughs> and, and I'll, I'll be, okay. I'll be very, very. It's. I think we're all different. Okay. You might meet somebody that understands that, but also remember the African where you are as well. And then I'm even surprised he even raised that of the Dutch. But I think. My, op my personal opinion is follow the lead. For instance, okay. if someone comes to you and says, let's, let's go somewhere, don't choose somewhere too expensive or too cheap. Just pick something that is a little bit, because you don't know. There's some people, um, if you go too expensive, they say, this high maintenance, yeah. I can't. Yeah. If you go too 
cheap and true, they say, hey, that is low class. So I think for a start, because you don't know. <laughs> there are people that have gone to KFC, Chidi, and yeah. succeeded, right? In yes. the room. <laughs> but because, because you don't know the philosophy of the person or the okay. thinking yeah. of the person, you make it easy, middle ground. And also, in our context, assume that you everyone thinks African. So you allow the man to be, um, allow his ego. Okay. So if he suggests, allow that, okay. because of where we are. Maybe if you were in America or mm. you were in Netherlands, it could be, yeah. you get what I mean? So I think it's just to be conscious of where we are. Mm. And um, yeah, the and especially, you know, people, a lot of men are intimidated by, um, if they look at the woman, they're just already assessing from the person, where the person looks. Mm. Um, this person earns 10 times my salary. Mm. I can't go there. So when they have the boldness to, and you then do that, they say, uh, it was the confirmation. They're sure, like, sure, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, and I want to come back to the point of salary, pari salary parity, right? Um, a lot of women are successful, you know, nine-figure salaries, you know, if there's ever such a million, six figures. <laughs> and there are women that are generally doing well, right? Um, where else... Um, and does it really play a big, big thing? And I'll, uh, the, the ladies, uh, Linda, if you, you can just come in on this one to say, how do we deal with the aspect of salary differences and you're making more and um, does it really add anything into the marriage and are guys uh, generally put off by that? <laughs> I'll come back to you. Yeah, I'll come back to you, Zeke. Um, I would say you need to, like to Oluetu's point, be mature between the two of you. Mm. And from my perspective, it's important for me, which I'm thankful that my husband is confident in himself. Yeah. And so am I. Mm. So we are not sizing each other up based on what he brings or what I bring. And there are different seasons in our marriage and in mm. our lives. Mm. There are seasons where he is flourishing and he can do exceedingly abundantly what, I, what, yeah. what he's expected to do. <laughs> yeah. And there are seasons where he, he may not be able to do that. Mm. But I think overall it's about um, just being comfortable in yourselves. Because in the seasons where I'm flourishing, I'm not going around making him feel any less yeah. than the yeah. seasons where he was at his peak. Mm. I think um, it's about how we treat each other. It's about how we come across with each other and love each other. And um, yeah, I think that's what's important. But it starts, I think, from being confident in yourself mm. and being um, assured of yourself, especially as a man. Yeah. Because um, the men can talk to it. I think there could be situations. I've had um, people who have possibly had situations where the man might be down and it's a big issue because in his mind, he should always kind of be up there. Yeah. So I think it's an understanding that okay. there are different seasons. Cool. Yeah. Already wants to come in on this point, yeah? Yeah, sure. Um, it's not a competition. Mm. There's one team and that team needs to win. That family is a, as a team and they can't be competing with one another. We should be um, excited that the one party is, is, is earning so much more because it means there's more for the household. For the collective. That's it. It's for the collective. Yeah. So, so, so again, maturity. 
Yeah. You know, if there are uh, concerns around that, it's a flag. It's something that needs to be dealt with. Yeah. Okay, Chidi, yeah? I think, I think for me is to realize that we are different stages in our lives. Sometimes some people grew up in a way that have made them timid and inferior. They might be inferior now in their mindset, but remember we're believers. Mm. We, we are being renewed. We're being transformed. Mm. We get bolder and bolder. The Peter that was afraid of the little girl, the word came and he changed and he's bold before everybody. Mm. So the man that God might bring your way might be timid initially. Mm. But as you guys grow in Christ, or as he grows, yeah. he comes to the church, he keeps going, something might break in him and he might not. So I always encourage people, make it easier for the next person. Mm. So that's why even Paul will always tell you, said, if eating meat is going to cause someone to sin, hey, let it go. Mm. So if you're a lady and you're doing very well, um, just also be conscious that some people might be intimidated, but maybe that's the person God has brought your way. Mm. And as you guys go in it, he might become strong. And next thing you rub in on him, mm. and next thing he overtakes you even. Yeah. <laughs> you might be spiritually here, then next thing he catches the fire and he's way above you. Mm. So I think it's just to be conscious of how we always be humble, Always smile to people. Mm. Don't look down on anybody. Mm. Because the person today could... I know when I met Yaya. Mm. And I know what her salary gap was. Mm. And I know what it is. Mm. God has... I was, I was the gap from me. My, I was way high. But God has prospered her so much. Mm. You understand? So you, you might be here and the person you're meeting is here. Next thing, two years down the line, guys get married and the door opens. You, you'll be here. The person is at the yeah. roof. Yeah. So. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. And now we're in a relationship. Yeah. Can I add to it? Okay. Yeah. I, I think there's probably, you know, an importance of the pre-marriage phase and the marriage phase. Yeah. The money means something different in marriage. Mm. Right. Because I think in some of the, the answers we're answering, like we are married. Mm. But the reality is it's dating, mm. right? If, if, uh, if you are meeting a lady and she earns twice as much, she wants, like her normal lifestyle is to go to Melrose, you know, uh, Arc, right? Mm. You still call it Melrose Arch, you know? There are gaps there that yeah. are intimidating to you. Okay. Every single male that I spoke to was intimidated by the reality of a woman earning twice as much, right? I, I didn't, not 10% more, twice as much. Mm. So they, and, and it was also around the lifestyle, right? Like the one friend that I spoke to, the first date was at a place where he couldn't afford that minimum pay. Like even if you drink water, this is the minimum that you pay. Mm. And he was already intimidated by that minimum pay, mm. right? So I think there is a reality here before marriage of how you actually navigate it, mm. especially if you are a woman who earns more. 
Because once you are married, yes, it doesn't, you know, if they're down, they're ups, you know, the team must win, but we're married. It's yeah. different, right? Mm. But before, it's about the navigation to actually get to that point. And I think, there, I think there's probably an importance about also, like, what are we marketing before we are married? Mm. And I think the importance of it, one, you want to market that you actually love Jesus. Mm. You have a growing relationship with Jesus. And that's the most important thing to you, right? And to market that, you don't need to go to the most expensive restaurant. Mm. You can actually go to a conference, right, and get to know each other, which is very cost-effective. You pay eight rand, you're done. You eat hot dogs, you've spoken, right? Mm. Um, you know, th those kind of things, right? And then that's also the thing you want to identify in the person. Yeah. Do they love Jesus? Do they have a growing relationship with Jesus? What's their character? And mm. so forth. What actually enables that to actually come out the most, right? And then some of those things of who ends more, et cetera, et cetera, can come up progressively and naturally, right, uh, with time. In fact, it can even come up while no one has committed anything to the other. It's still in the context of friendship. Oh, yeah, by the way, I, this name here of this building, it's my name. You know, yeah. oh, okay, that's interesting. We're already in love, you mm. know, uh, and, mm. and so forth. Uh, you know, but, and, and it can be, right? And, and I think it also goes back to be aware of where you are. Mm. We are in Africa. Historically, we've all had it. Our parents have told us, a woman who earns more will disrespect you. Mm. Uh, it's not even a surprise, right? Mm. We've all had it. This is the fact of the context. And this is something that needs to be outworked from our yeah. systems. But it's still in the majority of people's yes. minds. Yeah. And we have to go in with that consciousness and say, how do I actually you know, position things so that I don't trigger and activate these fears mm. as much as we would want everyone to be fully matured, fully, fully identity in Jesus. Mm. We know sanctification is a process. Mm. And depending on where you find them in that process, you might obviously, you know, scare them off and scare them away, okay. um, you know, and so forth. So I think they, you know, we, we have to probably be realistic about this side yeah. of the marriage, uh, you know, uh, our relationship and the other, the other side. Okay, cool. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah, the one lady that I asked to say, you know, what if uh, you end more, said, I end so little. It would be so poor. It would not be practical. You know, the best thing is he yeah. must just end way more. Yes. So he can't end less because, uh, you know, I don't yeah. have much. But, yeah, she, she doesn't have much by choice. But, but anyway, that's a side story. Cool. Um, and I want to just transition a little bit um, uh, going forward. So now we're in a relationship and everything is established. Um, Vacation, you know, is it something? Vacation, very, uh, you know, I'm not going with just my girls, but um, I want to go to London and I'm going with my, you know, with my boyfriend. What do you guys think about those boundaries and vacations and all of that stuff? Linda? <laughs> I'll give you my opinion, and it's not about a, being Christian or anything. It's just my personal experience. Um, so, like, when I met my husband, we were still dating. We were clear from the beginning that we are waiting for marriage before we have sex. And we were clear about our boundaries physically. And I think because of that, we were comfortable to go on a vacation. He took me to Franschhoek. We went out. 
and we had separate um, beds and stuff. But yeah, we had a good time and there was no issue. But I think it's because we were clear about our boundaries up front at the beginning. Lord, do not lead us into temptation. <laughs> yeah. But and deliver us from evil. Us. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay, can, Chidi. Can I, um, I just want to come in there. Is we're human. And I think um, the Bible says, take, don't think you are, take heed before it lets you fall. Don't think, don't think you're a superman or a superwoman. Nah, I can all those people that backslide, they are just of the devil. Mm. No, I'm not. <laughs> Judas, Judas was with Jesus. Mm. He, he heard he was with God himself. Mm. Satan, that didn't think, he, Satan was the one ministering to God himself. Mm. So all I can say is, you know yourself. Mm. There is no doctrine, there is no church rule or kind. You know yourself. Mm. Look at yourself, tell yourself the truth. If you think and you know within your heart, don't entertain it. Mm. Um, many people might even ask, um, is kissing okay? Is this, that? You know yourself. Mm. Just look at it. If you know that by the time you kiss, you'll be lost and you are gone. Yeah. And then you have already, now you are repenting to God. Don't try. Don't try to do that. <laughs> yeah. You understand? Don't try to. It's um, or you say no. Um, you know that if you stay alone with this person, ay ay ay, the devil. Don't even. Some people can go to a bar mm. and see a lot of drinks, and they are not tempted to drink it. Yeah. But you know yourself that when you go there and there, there's gin, there's that, there's mm. that. You come out drunk. Mm. Don't even try. Yeah. Okay. So, what I'm saying is. Know yourself. You don't need anybody to tell you. Mm. As many as are led by the Spirit yeah. are what? Children. The so children of God. Of God. Yeah. So what you do is you ask yourself, Jesus, Holy Spirit, train from within you. Mm. And ask yourself, can I... You talk to yourself. And I want us, as much as we're not making it a spiritual thing, we need to be spiritual. Mm. Ask yourself. And then talk to God. If you see it is not, leave it. Mm. Don't compare yourself with Linda. Mm. Because I'm not Linda. Don't compare yourself with Chidi. Yeah. We're not the same. Yeah. You, you, you understand where I'm coming from? Mm. And then I want to get into one topic we've not spoken about, where it talks about a lot of times we pray only when we want to get married. Mm. Or you pray when you're now broke, when you need that breakthrough. Mm. Or you pray when you want to make a serious decision. I need to start practicing to hear the voice of God. You, you get what I mean? How do I know that person? It's not everybody that is a believer that is my wife. Mm. Mm. It's not everybody. God might say, I have something to do with Irene. But what is he saying I have to do with Irene? Maybe we have a mission to do together in Tanzania. Mm. Or there's an evangelism or something. We need to create a charity. But it's not that we are husband and wife. Mm. So I, we need to also start learning to train to hear God's voice for yourself and practice on that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So when it comes to the critical thing, it is easy. Because when you're in love, mm. it drowns out. <laughs> it's difficult to hear whether it's yeah. God speaking or yeah. yourself. 
Yeah, um, thank you for that. And I'd like Lucia to just come into the conversation um, at this point in time. So Lucia, you'll just explain a little bit of your story and the reason why we're bringing her in is that she's experienced dating and relationship in her younger years and then when she transitioned into marriage at a very later stage. When I was setting the scene, I said there's a lot of fear when it comes to to dating and relationships and a lot of people doing it in secret because there's just this something that's just in the air. Um, and I remember a friend of mine uh, telling me that, oh no, we're expecting our second child. And I was like, how are people in their second kids and I don't even have any, <laughs> you know, at any, and I think the fear for me then, I needed to deal with that to say that, is the fear really because of fertility issues in my 40s, to a point that a lot of single women in their late 30s, they'll tell you that the day I get married is the day I conceive. So I just want her to come into the conversation around that experience and all of that. So yeah, we're just transitioning a little bit um, on that. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Sure, yeah. Wow, okay. Let me start you from the end first, and then I'll take you to the beginning. So I, get, I got married when I was almost 40. So I'm sure that's daunting. A whole lot of you must be like, what? How old is she? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm way over 40 now. Okay, and then going back to the start, Obviously, um, I had decided I got early, um, I was privileged enough to get saved at an early age. I got saved at age 13, got to know Jesus, love Jesus, um, and then I decided, you know what, I'm not going to be in the dating game until I'm over 21. So I was very intentional about that. Any guy who approached me, I didn't even entertain it because that was just the decision I'd made. And so after 21, obviously, like Pastor said, you know, you start showing that, look, I'm available, you know. Mm. And so it, it happened that, yeah, some guys will come and then, but others you're like, ah, you know what, no, this is not it. There's a lot of transition that happens and maturity uh, because when I first started, then it was this thing like, yeah, it's got to be ending more, like Chidi said, like others are like, yeah, it better be ending more, et cetera. But you start growing also. You start realizing the world is not exactly like as you think, or it's not like as the fairy tales that we've kind of had. So I've had to let go of certain fairy tales, certain beliefs that sure. were actually instilled mm. at a younger age. Mm. And you start actually understanding what is it that I want? What is it that God wants for me also? And because I knew for me, um, I'm sorry that it's going to be a bit long. I knew for me that I wanted to get married. One of the reasons was because I was born outside a wedlock. And I didn't want that for my children. And I said, no matter what happens, I don't want to have children outside a wedlock. So um, long story short, um, met some other guy towards 30. And then I'm like, yeah, things then really went pairways. You know, when you pair shape, I mean, you say, you realize, like, wow, the guy's absolutely not what I thought. And mind you, one of the things I had said for myself was that I am not going to date outside of a Christian circle. That was one of the things I was very clear. Anybody who's not born again, I am not even considering them. So that was one of the rules, and I stuck by it. But this guy, I knew him from varsity, thought he was saved, thought everything was. 
Lo and behold, it was the devil in connection. I'm sorry to be so crude. So I'm simple just saying, just because somebody has said they're saved, they love Jesus, and you've really seen them at church a couple of times, don't go blindly and mm. think that they are Jesus himself. No, they're not. They're still being transformed as you are being transformed as well as you are growing and maturing in Christ. So long story short, get to 30, and I'm thinking, ah, man, yeah, no, look, I should have been getting somebody who's like talking bells, wearing bells, what's going on? Sheriff, 30 comes, wow, nothing. I'm like, Lord, is there something wrong with me? You start wondering, you know, like, is there something wrong? Maybe there's something I, I don't see. I, Look, I'm not the most beautiful woman, but I, I, I'm not ugly either, you know. Mm. So um, let's fast forward. 35 comes, nothing. And then I'm like, oh, dear Jesus, yeah, no, this is, this is bad. And I remember becoming desperate. And when you're desperate, guys, it's very dangerous. Yeah. I became desperate. I ended up in a relationship with a guy that... I, I regret it, honestly, with all my life. I'm like, um, this is somebody also loves Jesus. Mm. Yeah, they come to church, they pray in tongues and all that. So just going back to what Chidi was saying, not everybody then is meant to be your spouse. So after 35, I decided, or actually even just before 35, I decided, you know what? Let's just rest in the Lord. Mm. Let me enjoy being in the Lord, enjoy my life, and I literally had a break of four and a half years, not seeing anyone, not dating or whatever, anything. If we're just like talking, we're just talking and that's it. But no relationship whatsoever. And it's possible. And then I literally just rested in the Lord, but I started being more intentional, talking to God now. I'm like, Lord, I want to be married. I do not want to stay single forever. That's one thing. And I started explaining also to God, why do I not want to stay single? Because my mother was not married, and I want to break that cycle. I do not want that cycle to continue. I want to have children within marriage. So, and then I continued to pray to God and said, wherever Adam is sleeping, let him wake up. Mm. And then, yeah, it turns out he was sleeping. <laughs> That's a story for another day. But um, at the end of the day, I think when you are getting older, you have matured. So start reasoning really like a matured person. What is it that really you want? And more than anything, it's about pleasing God with your life. And that's what I started focusing on. And I think that's why also just before 40, that break actually happened for me because my focus was no longer just on like, I want to be in a relationship. I want to get married. I started shifting focus and I said, I want to please God with my life. But at the same time, Lord, these are my desires I've not forgotten. Thank you. Thank you, Lucia. Woohoo! Awesome. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.